everyone, this is Zain Sharma, the Director of Pioneer Missions and School of Missions with Kingdom Vision Global, and I hope you enjoy this podcast. To receive more updates from us, please do visit our website, kvglobal.org, or find us on our Instagram page, Global School of Missions. Today with us, we have Linny, and she's a social activist who has been raising awareness against human trafficking, pornography, and abortion across the colleges in India. She'll be sharing with us on how to handle depression from the life of King David. Hi everyone, my name is Linny and I'm really excited to do my very first podcast with Kingdom Vision. Uh, not just because I consider it a privilege to be part of a platform that is so expansive in its vision to bring God's kingdom, but also because I have huge love and respect for Zion and Pastor Dan and Riddler, um, a wonderful family of Christ and mine. So the Lord's been uh, very heavily laden this subject in my heart that I would like to share with you today. And um, it's a brief look into the life of David, one of those Bible heroes that I'm personally very envious about, you know, as the Lord called him a man after his own heart. Oh, I just wish God would call me that someday. But he was a man just like all of us, so flawed man who experienced God's mercy and his judgment or justice, some of you might say, but has been like that, you know, little boy who just, uh, just, just would not let go of the edge of his mom's dress, no matter where she went or how much she scolded him. He just would not let go. So David was that person who poured out his heart to God. And we know from reading the book of Psalm that he battled depression. God, you know, uh, allowed all of those murky feelings and emotions that David went through. You know, probably it was not something that David was proud of. I mean, come on, like who would want the whole world for 2000 years to read about their um, uh, lowest points in life? We often just want to talk about the victories and the flowery things, right? But here is a war hero who took down probably the most formidable of the enemies in one slingshot as a mere adolescent. I mean, (laughs) here is this man writing about battling depression and suicide. Don't believe me? Well, take a look at Psalm chapter 13, verses 2 and 3. He writes, How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart daily? How long will my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and hear me, O Lord, my God. Enlighten my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. And also in Psalm 18, verse 4, he says, The pangs of death surrounded me. The floods of ungodliness made me afraid. Verse 5, The sorrows of Sheol surrounded me. Wow, I mean, that's that's a, that's a deep, deep... Um, pain and darkness and sorrow, depression, suicide, you know, because he specifically talks about death. And and, and the second part of verse 5, the snares of death confronted me. <laughs> oh man, can somebody relate to this guy? Well, I think I can. And I think many of you do too. So today I want us to together meditate on David's secret method to deal with depression which is hidden, I believe, in Psalm chapter 42. Uh, But just before we go into that, I want to also look at the top three 
causes, uh, you might say, a reasons of depression that haunts the children of God, especially I feel in this this season. And uh, they are just just top three. Okay, so one rejection, two sin, and three loneliness. And interestingly, you know what's the common factor in all of these uh, three three causes, especially for believers, the common thing that uh, you know uh, binds them together. Of all the things, I think you know they are all lies. All of these, especially for a believer, they are hundred percent lies, which the enemy very successfully makes us believe as the truth. Okay, let me elaborate, okay? Um, how many of us are feeling rejected by man? Well, the feeling of being rejected by man is painful, but the feeling that you've been rejected by God, that is unbearable. Do you feel God has overlooked you in this season? That God is not mindful of your pain and has not noticed your feelings or your present situation, whatever that might be? Well, David felt that way too when he cried out saying, Why, O Lord, do you stand far off? Why do you hide in times of my trouble? This is from Psalm 10, verse 1. Let me tell you that God has not, even for a second, stopped thinking about you. Because his thoughts for you are as numerous as the sand grains on the seashore. That's a billion thoughts per second if you actually do the math. The eyes of the Lord are on you and his ears are open to every cry of yours. And so that lie of rejection, I know it, it, is, it is what it is. It is a lie. Secondly, sin. Yeah, sin gives us this feeling that the sin that we you know, just committed has separated us from the love of God. And now you feel unworthy to even call upon his name. Well, I've been in that place before. This lie is based on a partial truth that sin separated us from God. However, that separation has been bridged for all eternity in Jesus Christ. And that's just a reminder that I want to give you. And so because of him, you are worthy, righteous and blameless. So that guilt or condemnation that you're feeling after uh, you say, you know, fell into anger or some pornography, I mean, just apathy and prayerlessness which we all know are not you know good for believers lives has been wiped off by his blood and so just stop believing in that lie all it takes is one moment of humbling yourself in repentance and God is earnestly waiting to hold you in his arms once again and no matter how many times that happens you know no matter how many times it repeats and repeats and repeats Remember that his sacrifice has dealt with it all. And so you can come back again and again and again and again to his throne of grace. So a great scripture reading that I would suggest for this would be Psalm 51. But uh, let's not go into that at this point. But it's a powerful, powerful scripture that just, you know, David, after his sin with Bathsheba, just cries out to the Lord. And thirdly is loneliness. Now, I have been sensing deeply in my spirit that this is um, 
this is a season in which the enemy is specifically targeting young people with a spirit of loneliness you know that feeling often reality of not having anybody to talk to or confide in that feeling of not being wanted in anyone's life or a lack of purpose that feeling of being invisible to those so close to you and yet so far away let me tell you again god says he has never left you there's no bigger lie than this this lie then you are alone because you are not god says i've never left you alone and will never forsake you jesus was left alone at the cross so that we would never have to be and if only we listen intently just intently we will hear his voice loud and clear when we silence those voices of silence and emptiness if you know what i mean you can hear his whisper that he has never left your side so now coming to our main focus of this podcast i would say is how did david battle depression the holy spirit has um, showed me four thing of uh, actually five things that uh, we need to do as believers when we struggle with depression and the like and there are five r's okay they are <laughs> reminisce recall release render and refocus okay let me explain firstly when the enemy uh, comes in with that wave of emotion reminisce about the goodness and faithfulness of god in the past one way in which the devil steals our joy is by taking away our sense of gratitude for the things that the lord has done for us he makes us blind you know to god's goodness and that stops us from entering into his presence and and being strengthened by him you know if you have a habit of uh, writing i would uh, you know writing god's uh, the testimonies and things that god has done in your life i would suggest you know as as one of the first steps to battle what you're going through just read through those things and you would be amazed at how it opens up your spirit to so much gratitude and just understanding that God has been so faithful and what makes us doubt that he is not you know so even in psalm 42 which is uh, the primary psalm that we are going to look into at this at this uh, portion um psalm 42 we see that david d- did the same thing okay of reminiscing uh, in verse 4 he writes when i remember these things i pour out my soul within me for i used to go with the multitude i went with them to the house of god with the voice of joy and praise with a multitude that kept a pilgrim feast secondly on very similar lines to reminiscing remember his promises over your life be it promises through the word of god that uh, you know he will make make you a head and not a tail or promises through various prophetic utterances whatever that might be remember them remember them and confess and declare them out loud because when you do that you are waging war against the enemy's lies you counteract using the sword of this word of god upon your life against the feelings of rejection and loneliness and suicide and we again see david again in psalm 42 verse 6 7 and 8 he does this 
He says, Oh my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of the Jordan and from the heights of Hermon, from the hill Mizar. Deep calls unto deep at the noise of your waterfalls. All your waves and billows have gone over me. The Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime and in the night his song shall be with me. A prayer to the God of my life. And so when we remember and reminisce, you know, how good the Lord has been in the past, it opens up our soul. And, you know, there's that small crack of light that you begin to envision inside your heart. And thirdly, I think this is the most important part. It's release. Just release and vent it out. Be real with him. Communicate exactly how you feel, how clouded and how dark and how hopeless you genuinely feel. Because God understands that. It says in Romans that he felt everything that we feel, everything that we feel. So he understands it all to the dot. That's why again, you know, uh, in verse uh, from verse 1 to 3 and 9 and 10, David is doing this very thing. He's just venting his heart out to God. Interestingly, this is the longest part of this of the psalm, you know, where David just wins and wins. Let's read that together. As the deer pants for the water, brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? It just so shows that his depression was so deep that he was not able to get into the presence of God. And so he's thirsty. He's thirsty for the Holy Spirit. My tears have been my food day and night while they continually continually say to me, Where is your God? Verses 9 and 10. I will say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of, the, of my enemy? As with the breaking of my bones, my enemies reproach me while they say to me all day long, where is your God? So just, you know, he's just being so real with God. And this is the most human part of our souls, I think. And, you know, the fact that we yearn to release our feelings to a source that will not lay it waste because our emotions are important to us and they are important to God. Fourthly, and I guess Lastly, you know, the the two things that really uh, gives us the breakthrough is when we render and we refocus. Let me explain that. We render to Jesus. We yield and surrender to God all of the baggage, all the hurt, the pain, all the words spoken against us that feel like daggers on our heart. All the burden of responsibilities, all the questions and doubts, fears, all the sin, shame, unworthiness, everything, every unpresentable thing, we rend, we present to the Lord. All of me and all of you, keeping nothing aside, surrendered at the altar of sacrifice. Because he says, cast it all to me. And there is one person or one place that we all have to learn to pour out to. That is in the presence of God. Because he is a God of all comfort. And when he comforts, there is nothing like it. And once you do that, face down on the floor, you know, just pouring it out to him. 
he will give you the strength. It is now time to pull yourself back up and just refocus. Shift your eyes from your situation, from your pain and fix them on the Lord. And so in verse 5 and 11, we see David do this. Uh, let me read uh, verse 11. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquietened within me? So he's asking, you know, what's the need of all this pain when the solution is right ahead of you? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him. The help of my countenance and my God. Wow. Just, just in look at that shift, you know, just that, that sudden shift that David was able to write about. So David knew one of the greatest secrets of the Christian walk with God, that it is never devoid of pain and struggle. It's bad news for some people. It's really never devoid of pain and struggle. In fact, um, I love this verse, Psalm 139, verses 8 says, If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. I believe David went through, you know, just waves of hell, some kind of deep darkness that was, you know, raging against his soul, just like a lot of you are. And But he was able to say, even when I make my bed in hell, you are still there. Isn't our God just amazing? And I think that quality of David's, you know, to be able to strengthen himself in the Lord, that is something we all need to learn from. Because in, in, you're all familiar with 1 Samuel uh, chapter 30, where we read about how he lost everything. He lost his family, his children, his wives, his possessions, his people, everything. And he was in such great distress, almost like a Job-like situation. And it says that he strengthened, he, he in the midst of that great pain and loss, you know, um, be it physical or mental or whatever it might be, he constantly found strength from the very place it originates from, which is the arm of the Lord. His lifeline, his very substance of living was in God. And I pray that the next time you are hit, remember Psalm 42 and these five R's. Reminisce, remember, release, render and refocus. God bless you and have a wonderful day.